When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros, and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? Yeah, me too. This sucks. What are you gonna do about it? Hey, I know. Let's do a monologue without an audience. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer announced today they had reached a deal on a coronavirus economic stimulus package. Unfortunately, they shook on it and are now in quarantine. The White House and Senate leaders struck a deal this morning over a $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus package. $1.9 trillion to bail out cruise lines, plus a dozen surgical masks for New York City. President Trump's White House doctor announced last week that Trump had tested negative for the coronavirus, which means Trump has still never passed a single test in his life. Maybe cholesterol? Can we line me up for one of those? That's right, the White House doctor announced that President Trump had tested negative for coronavirus, though he did have something called McRib lung. Democratic Party officials are reportedly considering a range of contingency plans for their upcoming national convention in July, including hosting a, quote, virtual convention. Oh, God, please don't make Joe Biden learn Skype. WWW. That's not even a word. Back in my day, we had a little something called vowels, Buster. Not a good Biden. Despite administration officials cautioning that it's too early to tell if an anti-malarial drug will cure the coronavirus, President Trump told reporters, quote, I feel good about it, just a feeling I am a smart guy. So we don't know if the malaria drug will work, but whatever drug Trump is on works great. A New York strip club has launched virtual reality lap dances for patrons to stream at home, or if you don't have VR goggles, you can just burn a $100 bill while you listen to Whitesnake. Yesterday was National Cocktail Day, said Americans at 9 a.m. According to reports, disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein has tested positive for the coronavirus in prison. So for once, he's the one who can say, me too. That's right, Harvey Weinstein had tested positive for the coronavirus in prison. So if you've been in close contact with Harvey Weinstein, I have even more bad news. A woman in New Mexico was arrested over the weekend for stealing a car and telling officers she was Beyonce. But in her defense, she only said she was Beyonce so she could get a coronavirus test. According to reports, divorce lawyers in Manhattan have experienced an increase in calls due to the coronavirus quarantine. And if you're wondering why they're open during a pandemic, in New York, divorce is an essential business. 
A man in New Hampshire was arrested on Monday after he allegedly chased a neighbor with a two-and-a-half-foot sword because he asked him to turn down his music. Dude, are you crazy? That sword has to be at least six feet. You're a vector, buddy. Organizers of the National High School Musical Theater Awards have announced that due to the coronavirus pandemic, this year's competition has been canceled because it's too depressing to hear the kids from a chorus line sing, God, I hope I get it. Matt Goldich wrote that joke. You can follow him on Twitter and complain. That's right, the National High School Musical Theater Awards have been canceled, and they want to remind everyone to watch your hands. And finally, a woman in Missouri recently gave birth last week in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart. Said the woman, that means I can get two rolls, right? Hey, everybody, that was a monologue. And uh, we're just trying it out here. We've got a new microphone. So maybe this sounds a little bit better. I think our lighting's a little bit better. Um, I can hear a lawnmower, so maybe you've been able to this whole time as well. Uh, wash your hands, stay safe, we love you. Thanks for watching. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Late Night on Lockdown. My staff and I are still at home, social distancing and doing our part to slow the spread, which everyone should be doing. On Monday, we did our closer look from a hallway, but I was asked to move because hallways are, by design, thoroughfares. So it might be in a different location, but the story is very much the same. The rapidly spreading coronavirus outbreak and the crisis of leadership at the federal level. And now the president and some of his allies are saying we should care more about the stock market than saving lives. For more on this, it's time for a closer look. From the very start of this crisis, Donald Trump has desperately tried to wish it away with magical thinking, which makes sense because for most of his life, magical thinking has worked for him. I mean, he's failed at virtually everything he's ever done, but magically, he always avoids consequences. Like in the 80s and 90s, when he lost over a billion dollars and he dressed like this. It takes magical thinking to think that outfit works. He looks like an out-of-work magician on a job interview. My last gig, let's just say it, disappeared. Looks like he got banned for performing at kids' birthday parties for doing cocaine in the bathroom. Hey, Timmy, how about we put a little icing on that cake? Trump is a quintessential con man, which is bad when you're running a casino into the ground, but it's especially bad when you're in charge of responding to a deadly pandemic ravaging the country's healthcare system and cratering the economy. This is the situation everyone was worried about when we decided to put the most self-centered man on earth in the most powerful office on earth. It's like those stories you hear about a small town that elects a dog as mayor every year. Sure, you know, it might 
seemed fun at the time, dog mayor, but what happens when there's a thunderstorm and you need the mayor to coordinate disaster relief, but he won't come out from underneath the couch? Trump's fundamentally unequipped to handle the reality of a situation like this because he has never dwelled in reality. His entire life has been built on magical thinking, and that's what we've seen since the start of this crisis. Like when he literally said the problem would disappear miraculously, even as intelligence reports and public health experts were warning him that it would be extremely dangerous. Uh, we're going down, not up. We're going very substantially down, not up. You know, in theory, when it gets a little warmer, it miraculously goes away. I hope that's true. And the coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. It will go away. Just stay calm. Be calm. It's really working out. And a lot of good things are going to happen. It's going to disappear. One day, it's like a miracle. It will disappear. God, he sounds like he's doing affirmations in a mirror. It's like an eighth grader trying to get psyched up for a school dance. Yes, you have a huge zit right now, but one day it will disappear like a miracle. Also, the last person any of us should trust on miracles is Donald Trump. I doubt he could name one actual miracle from the Bible. Well, let's see, everyone knows Jesus cured a leopard, got rid of its spots, so he could leave the leopard colony. Also, the least effective way to calm someone is to say, be calm. That's how you talk to a dog in heat. Lucy, be calm. Stop humping everyone's leg. You can't just tell someone to be calm. You actually have to be calming. Doctors calm you down by telling you how they're going to treat you. They don't walk into your exam room and say, okay, we got your cat scared. Be calm. You see, in his adult childlike mind, Trump thought that by simply acting as if the problem wasn't there, it would go away, which I can tell you from trying it doesn't work. Of course, Trump's happy talk didn't work. The virus did not miraculously disappear. There are now more than 50,000 cases in the U.S. The World Health Organization said on Tuesday there's been a very large acceleration of cases in the U.S. and that it has the potential to become the next epicenter of the outbreak. And in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo said on Tuesday the spread is accelerating faster than anticipated. He warned other states that they're going to experience what New York is dealing with and put it this way. One of the forecasters said to me, we were looking at a freight train coming across the country. We're now looking at a bullet train because the numbers are going up that quickly. That's right, a bullet train. And that's scary because Americans have never seen public transportation as fast as a bullet train before. Our trains are basically just public bathrooms on rails. True story, in New York, the F train is just an old-fashioned handcar operated by two rats. And it's not just Cuomo sounding the alarm. This week began with the Surgeon General issuing a dire message to Americans on the Today Show, warning them that things were about to get very bad and pleading with people to stop showing up to large public sites like the cherry blossoms in Washington, D.C., I want America to understand this week it's going to get bad and uh, we really need to come together as a nation. I, I heard the stories that you were just playing, young people out um, on beaches. Uh, we, we see here in D.C. Uh, that, that the uh, district set up a cam for people to watch the cherry blossoms. You look on the cam, you see more people walking around than you see cherry blossoms. And this is how the spread is occurring. First of all, no one wants to tune into a live stream to see a bunch of people walking around. That's why zoos have penguin cams, not dude on his couch eating Fritos cams. Honey, look. Oh, look, he's going for a second bag. Oh, so majestic. I mean, no one wants to watch some dude just sit in his house by himself talking to a webcam. 
So there you go. The head of the Surgeon General said it himself, this week is going to be bad. The governor of New York called it a bullet train, and the WHO said the U.S. could become the next epicenter. Or, as the president put it on Tuesday. Ultimately, the goal is to ease the guidelines and open things up to very large sections of our country as we near the end of our historic battle with the invisible enemy. There's tremendous hope as we look forward and we begin to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel? What are you talking about? Are you sure you're not just staring into the sun again? We can all see the light at the end of the tunnel, burning our retinas, scarring our pupils, leaving us permanently blind. And thanks to that blindness, we no longer have to look at boring charts, so boring, telling us things are getting worse every day. Not a flat curve, no. Think about how deranged this is. Experts are telling us it could take months. New York is the first major epicenter. We're still two or three weeks away from hitting the peak. Nurses and doctors on the front lines are describing chaos and comparing ERs to war zones. And the president is claiming it's almost over. Finding out what World War II would have been like if FDR had said, December 7th, 1941, a date that will live in infamy as the end of World War II. Smoke them if you got them, boys. We wrapped it up. Trump has always cared more about the stock market than the public health crisis. He cares more about the Dow than saving lives. It's that simple. He sees the stock market as key to his personal political fortune. So now he's talking about lifting the public health restrictions and opening the country back up by Easter. Easter, which is less than three weeks away. I'd love to have it open by Easter. Okay, I would oh, love wow. to have it open okay. by Easter. I will, I will tell you that it's right a- now. I would love to have that. It's such an important day for other reasons, but... I'll make it an important day for this, too. I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. Who suggested that? I just thought it was a beautiful time to be a beautiful time, a beautiful timeline. It's a great day. So you just came up with that yourself? You're literally on stage with multiple doctors and you decided to cede the decision to this guy? He's bringing the eggs whether we like it or not. I say be ready. Don't just pull dates out of your ass. For one thing, that is unsanitary, and you should wash your hands all the time. And two, don't ruin Easter. You're terrible at Easter. Every year you give a rambling speech to the children at the White House Easter egg roll with that shocked Easter bunny standing next to you. You know the one who always looks like he just walked in on his wife having sex with his brother? Deborah, what about our 30 children? Remember, this is a real thing the president said at the White House Easter egg roll just two years ago. Also, I want to thank the White House Historical Association and all of the people that work so hard with Melania, with everybody, to keep this incredible house or building or whatever you want to call it, because there really is no name for it. It is special. And we keep it in tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Just a reminder, we have a president in charge of a pandemic response who couldn't remember the name White House and who sometimes calls tip-top shape, tippy-top shape. We're or as I sometimes call it, Not only did Trump randomly and arbitrarily concoct a date out of nowhere for reopening the country against the advice of virtually all public health experts, he actually suggested he wanted churches to be filled with worshipers on Easter. Look. Easter is a very special day for me. And I see it's sort of in that timeline that I'm thinking about. And I say, wouldn't it be great to have all of the churches full? You know, the churches aren't allowed essentially to have much of a congregation there. So I think Easter Sunday and you'll have packed churches all over our country. 
I think it would be a beautiful time. Wait. So your plan to deal with a very contagious disease is to pack as many people as possible into enclosed spaces, have them touch their faces, and drink out of the same cup? I mean, let's face it, that's not even a great idea when there isn't a pandemic. It's almost like he's trying to get as many people sick as he possibly can. I mean, remember when he announced his poorly planned and confusing travel ban and throngs of people rushing back into the country, packed into airports, and waited online for hours? What's Trump going to do next? Hold a giant music festival called Coachella? Bad news, guys, is just the one porta potty. Bad planning, that's on me. Obviously, public health experts are aghast at this idea. Last week, one of the world's leading infectious disease experts, Dr. Anthony Fauci, known for face-palming in the background as the president speaks, dismissed it as crazy and heartless at a White House press briefing. You take a look at what's going on in China, and you see what's going on right now, right now, in Italy and what's happening in New York City, I don't think with any moral conscience you could say, why don't we just let it rip and happen and let X percent of the people die. Ah, see, there's your mistake. You said with any moral conscience. You forgot you were standing next to President Caligula over there. Trump has no moral conscience. He's a racist New York City landlord and casino owner. Having a moral conscience is disqualifying. I mean, look at him. Dresses like he's Heading up a meeting of the five families, all he needs is a baseball bat and a fedora. In fact, Trump was asked on Monday if Dr. Fauci agrees with his plan to reopen the country in less than three weeks, and Trump's answer was not uh, reassuring. Does, does he agree with you about the need to reopen the economy soon? Well, he doesn't uh, not agree. Oh, he doesn't not agree? Thanks for clearing that up. He did not tell me that he doesn't not not agree with not me about the non Reunopening the non-economy, a.k.a. the economy, And he didn't not say that I should not not be non-president. Actually, none of that is true. He said a bunch of medical stuff, and I tuned him out while I was working on my Easter list. Fingers crossed. I get what's coming to me. And now Trump is being goaded on in this sadistic plan to put profits over lives by CEOs, economic advisors, and fringe characters on the right who are actually suggesting that it might be worth letting some people die in order to save the economy. The president is right. The cure can't be worse than the disease. And we're going to have to make some difficult trade-offs. Within a very few weeks, let those with a lower risk to the disease return to work. My message is that... Um, Let's get back to work. Let's get back to living. Let's be smart about it. Uh, and those of us who are 70 plus, we'll, we'll take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. I'm in the danger zone. I would rather have my children stay home and all of us who are over 50 go in and keep this economy going and working. Even if we all get sick, I'd rather die than kill the country. Oh, good. Glenn Death Panels Beck is back. You know, Divorce Santa Claus over here? I guess it's easy to take that stance when you've been socially distancing from people for five years. Remember when he pretended to hate Trump for like a second as a marketing ploy and a bunch of people helped rehabilitate him and now he's on TV saying if you're old, you should be willing to sacrifice yourself for the sake of Carnival Cruise's stock price? I'm sorry, but I'm not going to take public health advice from a dude who looks like Colonel Sanders, but instead of chicken, it's just buckets of bull****. Let's not forget, during the Obama administration, Beck, this same Beck, famously repeated the death panel's lie and accused Democrats of wanting to kill people simply by expanding access to health care. End of life care. Let me translate bullcrap to English. End of life care. Night, night, Grammy. Pulling the old plug. 
Glenn Beck accused Democrats of wanting to pull the plug on Grammy, and now 10 years later, he's saying the stock market's down, Grammy's got to go. If you're over 60 and you're related to Glenn Beck and you see him holding a pillow near your face, run. Seriously, I can't believe these psychos are saying old people would rather die than sit inside and watch Netflix for a few weeks. You're boomers. You're supposed to love TV, watching TV. That's what you love. CBS needs to air an emergency marathon of Blue Bloods ASAP just to keep these people preoccupied. You know Blue Bloods. Stars the uh, reverse mortgage guy. Why would I lie to you? Just get a reverse mortgage. I'm not going to take your house. I already have a house. I'm Tom Selleck, man. Maybe what happened here is a bunch of rich people realized that in order to both save lives and protect the economy, they'd have to redistribute some wealth to working people, and that was intolerable to them. Because there is a third option here. We can keep people at home to save lives and give them money to get through the crisis. Just look at countries dealing with this very same crisis. The Danish government has promised to cover 75% to 90% of salaries if businesses do not lay off their employees. And the Netherlands will pay up to 90% of wages for companies hit hard by the pandemic with extra provisions being developed for restaurants. We could have that here. Instead, the president wants you to go back to work in three weeks, even if it means wearing a hazmat suit during your shift at the Olive Garden. Would you like unlimited breadsticks? They're seasoned with a garlic and... Purell. The Netherlands is even offering special provisions to help restaurants. Meanwhile, our president doesn't even know what takeout is. So many of these restaurants, it's incredible. They're doing uh, service where people come and they pick it up. Uh, delivery. I mean, it's been incredible what they've been doing. Totally different business they, than they were in, other than they cook food. Other than that, it's like a totally different business. Dude, that's takeout. You just described takeout. It's totally different. Instead of serving the food in the restaurant, they put it in a little bag. It's called a doggy bag, I guess, because, I don't know, the dog, a dog brings it to your house. And then, uh, I just want a well-trained dog to not eat the food in the bag. I guess then they give the money to the dog. Do you know how this works? Dr. Fauci, do you know how this works? Don't touch your face, Fauci. I got you, Fauci. We're almost through this thing. Don't blow it with a face touch. I'm just busting balls, Fauci. You're my best friend. We're now in an extremely dangerous moment where a reckless ruling class and a self-absorbed president are trying to prematurely end the fight against a dangerous pandemic because their stock portfolios are taking a hit. This is sociopathic governance. If you were evaluating the mental competence of our president, you definitely wouldn't be able to say he's in tippy-top shape. This has been A Closer Look. Late Night with Seth Meyers airs weeknights on NBC at 12.35, 11.35 Central. Original music on the Late Night podcast is by the HE Band. Don't forget to follow the handle Late Night Seth on social media and tell your friends to subscribe to the Late Night podcast wherever they get their podcasts. Alex Ryder is back. Hello, Alex have a lot of work to do to face his greatest challenge yet we have an active threat they can wipe out an entire city people are gonna die now he's running out of time we have three days to find and destroy he doesn't know who he can trust you're not your enemies you never have been everything i've been told has been lies and our future is in his hands the truth can be complicated on april 5th this weapon is capable of inflicting a hundred thousand deaths in a heartbeat 
The danger is everywhere. Scorpio are no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world isn't black and white. All we really have are the people we trust. Alex Ryder, season three, streaming free April 5th. Stream seasons one and two free now.